lives of every creature on earth are echoes of events that occurred a long, long time ago that connect all living beings. This is a tale 13.8 billion years at least in the making that has seen billions of stars and billions of worlds live and die to create the only planet we know of. But not the only planet that we know of. That is home to life. And how do you define life? This is the story of our universe. What you are about to hear is a performance. It's an unscripted, fictional creation from the mind of a man in a chair. That's me, by the way. Hello, my name is Dow, and I'm a longtime podcaster, author, and life coach who is also an academically trained folklorist, a father, a storyteller, a teacher, a dog person, an intuitive mystic, a musician, a therapist in training, a million-mile flyer on United Airlines. I even have a little plaque and everything. The creator of the Arcturian Playground, a place to play in the realm of imagination, and, believe it or not, a product of this universe who is a slightly different version of you. For the next six episodes of this podcast, I will be exploring the contents of the Netflix docuseries Our Universe, narrated by Morgan Freeman, which tells the story of the mysterious energy that expanded from the Big Bang and animates every detail of every aspect of our universe. And what better way to playfully explore these ideas than to imagine what an advanced alien race might say to supplement or even to fact-check our current human understanding? What additional information might they add about how all of this fits together and why? For what purpose? How is it all going? And what does it mean to them from their advanced perspective? This is, of course, a game of imagination that we will be playing together as I step into the fictional role of Omra of the High Council, who speaks directly to and through me as the man in the chair, and who acts as my access point to the Arcturian Collective Thingy, a massive group of wise, compassionate, diplomatic, interconnected minds that grew out of the Arcturus solar system billions of years before our own solar system was even formed. They tell us that we're all made from the same energetic stuff, that we're all different versions of each other, and they encourage us to be more open, compassionate, inquisitive, and accepting. But perhaps their most important message is that each and every person is a powerful creator with the power to transform energy into meaning and meaning into action. We're constantly using this transformative power, whether we're intending to or not, and every human experience is both necessary and valuable in the grand scheme of things. So, welcome to the Arcturian Playground. You may find this to be a deeply relaxing yet stimulating experience, hypnotic even. So sit back, relax, and allow your mind to wander wherever it will go to show you whatever it wants to show you as you reflect on the words and tones and sounds being transmitted from my imagination to yours. Welcome to the Arcturian Playground, a place to play in the realm of imagination, all done in the service of compassionate expansion of consciousness. Yes, it sounds weird, we know. We would not have it 
any other way. Yes, we are here, man in the chair. And we are not sure if we are going to be following your rules for this or not. We will acknowledge to any listening in the audience that the man in the chair earlier today watched uh, for the third time the first episode of our universe, Chasing Sunshine, and took copious notes as to what points he wanted us to cover as Arcturians, viewing this uh, human work of art and your storytelling of the origin of things, and asking us to point out where you are correct and where you are incorrect. And this is an amusing game for us, so of course we will indulge. (laughs) But... Uh, we can quite <laughs> adequately follow our own uh, train of thought. Thank you very much. Nevertheless, we are quite pleased at your uh, consideration and the direction with which you focus your mind and the games that we are able to play together as a result of this. And the questions that you pose are part of what makes life interesting for you. It adds flavor in a constant uh, sculpturing of reality in a search for meaning. And that is why a docu-series such as this our universe on Netflix is very exciting to you, man in the chair, for you see it stretching into places where your own imagination takes you and making the connections between all forms of existence, not only the ones that are most commonly understood. For you are aware man in the chair, of the many reviews which have come out uh, in reaction to our universe, which say that it is messy storytelling for it zooms in and then zooms out and one minute it is talking about a cheetah and the next minute it is talking about nuclear fusion within the sun creating photons that then go into blades of grass. Why would there be any connection or relevance for me to know any of this? How will it help me get ahead? Or whatever response it might be. But those were the reviews which you saw, which express a way of viewing the world which is quite normal. There are many who share this sentiment and it makes perfect sense that they would. All across the gamut it makes perfect sense that there would be a different reaction and response from many people, many 
nuanced, different interpretations of life. And the way that your society is currently structured, you are raised and conditioned to view the world in certain ways. And you are experiencing a rapid paradigm shift as your common understanding, the collective average, the mean level of awareness of things, consciousness if you will, as the collective consciousness is raising to borrow a cliché. But it is true, you are rapidly discovering new aspects of nature, new aspects of yourself. And a documentary such as this makes connections between things which have not commonly been made in past paradigms. It therefore makes sense that there would be resistance as there is an update going across the system to bring together everyone in a common operating system, a common language. The role that was commonly and still today occupied by the realm of religion, which plays the role of binding together human minds through shared narratives on very key existential issues. Where did I come from? Where will I go? How should I behave in the world? What are the consequences if I do not? Of course, these mechanisms which bind human minds together can be abused and have been often. Of course, that is a perspective. That is one way of looking at the opposition and the contrast that exists in the world. There are others and we will come to that. But first we want to wrap up nicely with a bow our validation of any person's reaction and response to this docu-series, Our Universe. In the opinion of the mind of the man in this chair, it is groundbreaking in its portrayal of existence and the interconnectedness of all things, bringing what was previously uh, the domain of the mystic into the realm of the everyday understanding, common, common sense, with a scientific validation for good measure. But it is a paradigm shift. And wherever anyone is in that great wave of change there are valid reasons for you to be there and we promise you you will not always be where you are when it comes to your beliefs of what is real and what is not real and what is possible and what is impossible you can look back at your past and see that your views of the world have shifted greatly over the years. They will continue to do so, and that is speeding up as your understanding of things is increasing. And that is being commonly expressed through this Netflix docu-series. That is why the man in the chair is so excited to invite the Arcturian 
perspective, which is, of course, a fictional fabrication, uh, an attempt to stretch the mind, to imagine possibilities and probabilities based upon what is known and extrapolating that upon the unknown with healthy room for adjustment as adjustment is required. And so with that, we will begin our summary of Chasing Sunshine, which follows the story of a cheetah who is constantly driven by her hunger and has her two young uh, cubs to take care of. And this is a type of storytelling that those who watch nature documentaries are quite familiar with. But this takes a, a left turn as it begins to make a connection between the cheetah and the sun, which formed the energy which the cheetah ingests through food and that energy then is dispersed amongst all of the living cells to recharge the mitochondria which exist within the cell and all of a sudden your normal nature documentary is being turned into a science lesson and science lessons in school were not typically the most pleasant experience. What is, what is this documentary doing? It is taking us into places that do not feel so wonderful to us, for we will be quizzed on this afterwards, and it is so boring. Who can remember? Why is this even important? The man in the chair can recognize and empathize with these types of reactions. But in his opinion, there is great significance to following through and getting the rest of the story of what is happening and that is where this documentary presents itself as a history of the ways that energy form different forms of energy which form different forms of energy in intelligent repeating patterns such as uh, the formation of solar systems and galaxies and planets which uh, rotate and are under the forces of gravity and the electromagnetic force and the strong and the weak nuclear forces and all of these different interacting things which have an order to them and a degree of chaos among them and are somewhat predictable and somewhat unpredictable and this is the purview of the scientific view of the world. And yet it is also the history of each person who, if anyone has ever been interested in their own genealogy, tracing their family history back, how far can you take it back? all of the way, baby, <laughs> all of the way to the Big Bang. And all of it is you. And all of it is everything else. 
And that is a grand concept to tackle for a Netflix documentary, and yet here you go. And this is very much within the resonant message of the Arcturian collective thingy as our own species within our collective went through very similar paradigm shifts at very similar some times on their planet but there is there is something unique about the planet earth which is part of the rest of the story which we wish to add to the first episode of the Netflix documentary the Arcturian perspective if you will this fictional creation of the mind of the man in the chair take no stock in it whatsoever but if it tickles your fancy then be tickled (laughs) the Arcturus star and the Arcturus solar system was formed billions of years before the star at the center of this solar system was birthed. And the Arcturian collective thingy not only witnessed the birth of the star at the center of your solar system, we were part of the insemination of it. We, along with a countless number of all of the usual suspects who are ever found in a lineup among these types of stories, Pleiadian energies, all, all of them, <laughs> the dark ones and the light ones, all of them, all that had reached a level of understanding of themselves to see what was happening and to have existed within the galaxy, we shall say, and different solar systems which interact with one another like rival high schools at times of their own uh, emotional maturity. And the emotional maturity of a solar system is like a personality in a human being it is made up of multiple parts and you and your experiences of life and your footprint on the environment and all of these things that are happening in uh, energetic dimensional uh, realities with which you are completely unaware of they are all part of the formation of your own solar system's personality. And there is a quest, much like you have in your science fiction movies, the exploration of the great frontier to explore new forms of life and the recognition that these are ourselves that we are meeting, planted from the same seeds in different corners of the universe, 
all of the solar systems within this galaxy which come together with the different personality types and different overall habits and styles some more aggressive than others some more passive and the two of them make interesting bed partners as you see acted out in your own interpersonal dynamics here on this planet and there is a reason for that we have a religion you could say among the arcturians it is not the type of religion that you would think of as abusive that would turn the hearts of one group of people justifiably towards another we rid ourselves of those lower standards long ago for we saw that they were not in the overall benefit of all the main point that we wish to make is that all of these things are interconnected and at the time that our galaxy was birthing a new solar system that was your own star those of us who desired to gain resolution among what you might consider bickering or warring factions of us there is a coalition the great vast great majority of solar systems and collectives which come together in unison for we recognize our overall unison there are differences in opinions on approaches of how we go about things and there are times when there are such impasses that we do not know how to proceed with each other in the spirit of our own code of ethical or moral behavior which is dictated by our shared religion for we recognized in our own development and as we welcome other members into our octorian collective thingy that there are similarities that we share in common and it is those common beliefs which bind entities together through their own comfort level why would they go anywhere else they are with those who see as they do it is a very strong bond that is expressed in many ways within the fabric of existence and your human interactions are one way and the most common way for you to understand but we have this at a cosmic level where if you were to see what we looked like it would be more like a nebula or a cloud what you might imagine as that and that still comes nowhere close to what we actually are earlier this evening we gave the man in the chair this metaphor this image in his mind imagine that you are looking at a television screen and for some reason you are able to recognize that what you are seeing 
time has been slowed down so slowly that you are seeing the frame by frame by frame change of one picture to another picture which when it runs together quickly you simply see as motion a fluid motion but we are slowing it down to frame by frame now let us imagine that you are creating perhaps you did this as a child perhaps you had a notebook and you would draw on one page and then you would draw on another page something similar but yet a little different and then repeat the same pattern on another page and then you would flip them together and you would have created the illusion of movement through your own drawing on these pages imagine that you have 10 pages and you have created the illusion of movement and you have a fluid let us say that it is uh, a monkey holding an ice cream cone and slowly the monkey frowns and lowers its head as the ice cream cone slowly falls and the ice cream hits the ground and begins to melt and that is what you see in these ten slides of course, what you have on each slide is not a monkey or an ice cream cone or any of these things. It is individual pixels and colorations and things which create the impression that you are seeing what you are seeing. Imagine that there are many pixels and you are now, you put on a pair of glasses which blocks out 99% of what you are seeing so you now only see as you are looking at each picture you see only small dots that really make no sense to you whatsoever and on the next slide there is a similar random set of dots and on the next slide and on the next slide and so on now when you flip your ten slides it looks like mostly empty space with a little bit of confetti or static in no particular pattern at all we give you this image as a way to express to you how difficult it is for we as the Arcturian collective thingy who see all of the slides and all of the reality and the real monkey and the real ice cream at all levels of existence in all dimensions we see a much more robust picture and you see these tiny dots and you have become more proficient in connecting them together and you are beginning to increase your ability to perceive more of the real picture but you are still only connecting dots And therefore it is very difficult for us to comment on what is correct or incorrect in what is being expressed in our universe or even in this uh, fictional creation of the Arcturian Collective Thingy. For the, it, it is not that the specs that you are seeing are not real they are you are seeing reality however your 
physical senses, your eyes, for example, you see less than, far less than 1% of the visible spectrum of light, which is around you. If you had more rods or cones within your eyes, you would see a wider spectrum of light. You would see different colors than what you currently see. We give this to you as an example of what we mean when we say that you are only getting specks. There are many wavelengths of light and many wavelengths of sound, interaction, vibration, at levels which are far outside of your conscious ability to perceive. Unconsciously, you do perceive more than you than you are aware of, and even your unconscious, your full nervous system, only can pick up the smallest fraction of what is around it. There are other parts of you which you do not yet have in your common awareness some people have connected the dots of understanding to say that you have auras or uh, merkabas energy fields which surround you chakras and energy centers and these are all wonderful glimpses of reality that are filtered through different ways of understanding that reality. And those understandings form mental filters which act like uh, light which you shine through a, a stencil and it gives you the image on uh, shadow figures on Plato's wall, the cave. Therefore it is difficult for us to say to illuminate those areas which your own conscious awareness does not allow you to let in. All that we can do is to hope that your own, the gap, we might say, between what your unconscious you is aware of in the environment around you and what your conscious you is aware of. That is where we would say mind the gap. Pay attention to your own ignorance of yourself. You most commonly see this in the form of arguments and misunderstandings with other people. You might think that you understand your motivation for your behavior. You might be absolutely convinced that you had only the best of intentions. And your partner at work or at home might see otherwise and see a part of you which you are not seeing yourself. This is simply human nature. You are motivated by unconscious thought programs which release 
chemicals and hormones into your body and influence your behavior in ways that you are not intentionally doing, but yet you are doing. You are not responsible for it in the sense that you are causing it to happen because you want it to happen. You are causing it to happen because you do not know what you are doing that is making it happen. And often you think that someone else is doing it to you. This is a different topic altogether. And yet, it is the reason that the Arcturian Collective thingy were watching the galaxy birth a new solar system and added our own intelligence and experience into the birth of your star along with other solar system high school groupies that had a similar vision for what this solar system would be. And this is when we get back to our story of specialness. Are you not so excited? For this solar system, this sun, was imbued with all of the intelligence from the entirety of the cooperating galaxy. We will not say universe, for there are still holes which we are not able to explore. Why? Because we have not yet developed the proper understanding of how to manage conflict at these particular levels. And there are members of our collective and other collectives who are at various uh, levels of agreement or disagreement on how to crack that nut and uh, win over parts of ourselves which do not want to be disturbed or helped or loved or included or enlightened or whatever common human experience you have. And therefore we inserted our intelligence into the sun at the origin of the solar system as a way to put all of our problems into a single microcosm that intelligent life forms could act out and encounter similar conflict and we through our own insemination are the ones who are experiencing this as you some of you parts of all of you so that we can absorb through our own experience because there are things that you just cannot learn in books alone or through podcasts or through docu-series there are things that must be experienced through going through it and this might be difficult for you to understand but there are 
two primary goals that are in the process of being accomplished. And every single person on this planet is playing a valuable role in accomplishing both of these goals. And we can tell you that it is going swimmingly. It is perfect. It is just as we designed. For the conflicts that are depressing all of you, are the conflicts that have been depressing all of us as well. And we are here to, together, heal them and love those parts of ourselves. Find ways to love the parts of ourselves which do not want to be loved. Imagine for a moment that there are no Arcturians and that all of this is simply a fiction created by a man who is currently studying to get a master's degree in clinical mental health counseling because he is interested in mental health and has been very influenced by theories of the mind which claim that much of our own distress is created by self-hatred and self-destruction, self-sabotage that is happening unconsciously. We do not see our own destructive patterns. And as a licensed therapist, which this man one day hopes to become, it would be helpful to uh, empower a client with the knowledge that they are creators of their reality, not in a kind of supernatural way but in a neuro-natural way the neurology of life an understanding and a perspective which has not commonly been taught on this planet and defies many of the things which you were taught such as you cannot teach an old dog new tricks or that the genes of a person determines whether they will be smart or dumb or fill in the blank as if genes determine your experience in life they certainly play a role but it is more understood today among your scientific community that genes are influenced by your environment and that your environment includes not only your external environment, but also your internal environment. And if your internal environment is one of peacefulness and calm, that is a better atmosphere for you to soak your own cells in. It is happy juice for your body. And there is a true benefit that is created through your mind, perhaps through 
a fictional story, perhaps through your own explorations of your own beliefs. Perhaps your sense of connecting with something larger. Perhaps a sense of validation to hear that similar types of thoughts are thunk in another person's mind. Whatever reaction you might have is a beautiful reaction. That is our belief. That is the part of our Arcturian code. Is to believe in the best. For we have learned that where you focus your attention is also where you focus your creative power. And if you focus on things which you do not want, you create them in your mind. You imagine them into existence, whether they really exist or not. You imagine them into existence within your mind where they have power to bathe yourselves in stress hormones and create habits in your brain which can be interpreted as mental illness these are neurological understandings that you have on your planet today and we understood as an Arcturian collective thinky that focusing on what it is that we currently have that is also aligned with what it is that we want as we align those two things and, and that becomes the focus of our attention we discovered that there were actually more things which we actually liked about our reality than we previously realized for we had been focusing on the things that we don't like and as we focused on the things that we liked it created more of those things and as our values shifted as our sense of self began to include all classes of people all types of people and then all types of life forms and then all types of energy and all versions of ourselves and even those parts of ourselves in our own unconscious mind which we were not uh, fond of sharing with others <laughs> that we were embarrassed of brought us shame our own inner healing our own inner work this is something that we encourage for humans have evolved the ability to do this the cheetah on the other hand all it can do is transform photons that are generated from the center of the sun into its own mitochondrial battery of energy 
it is of course entirely made from the energy of the sun. For everything at its core has an atom, which is a bundle of energy which was created in that sun. And we are part of every atom, the Arcturian collective thinking. And therefore we experience directly those things. There is one other aspect before we close that this documentary raised a question. The cheetah, of course, in order to transform food into energy in the mitochondria of its cells must first get those cells from the sun. Those cells from the sun do not directly uh, pierce through its skin into its stomach. No, there are processes which have evolved over long periods of time which require a certain delivery method. And he, he or she, being the cheetah, co-evolved with these other beasts of prey and they have an agreement of sorts for they are the same energy feeding and nourishing each other and while it may look that one is at the expense of the other they truly both rely upon one another for their quality of life and they do have a common understanding that is beyond the grasp of a human to recognize or to experience where you have your own ways of dealing with those types of things for there are different types of predators which live among you and there are different parts of each person which are predatorial for there is a push and pull aspect to nature which you can understand in this framework of service to self or service to other and the predator is perhaps of the service to self model at the expense of another animal's life There is a way of looking at different ways that energy forms in solar systems and different habits of engaging with the world. There are solar systems which create an energy of, you might call greed. And there are different ways that these energies have been dot connected <laughs> through long-standing observation of these little pixels of reality which you get a piece of and you make up a story to help you feel like you know what it is and so you might say that it is an egregore or an evil spirit some sort of possession that takes over a human being we will tell you that each human has the ability to go anyway the full range 
of emotion is possible under the right conditions for each human. But there are filters that you have within your genetics which will determine likelihood or propensity of a range. It is malleable. It can be changed. It can be shifted to a degree. And we feel like we have uh, lost track. At any rate, the reason that we are explaining these different types of energy, there is a metaphor within your Judeo-Christian scripture of a lion sitting down with a lamb as a symbol for a time of peace. In this metaphor, the lion represents that type of energy that would devour another. And the lamb represents this archetypal sense of innocence that does no harm. These are not true to reality completely, but they represent the the crux of the conflict, the nut that we yet have not cracked, that we are hoping to gain success through the human experiment, through the research that humans are doing in their own daily interactions and how many different responses there are. It updates our database while at the same time providing a thrilling experience of life and experience which is not always felt in the moment. That is part of the reason why it is so tasty to many intelligences to have this sort of experience of life. And we are here to provide, it is our hope at least, that we will provide uh, fertile material for the mind to create happy juice, to bathe your souls, your, your cells, which are your souls, your cells, in the type of environment that is most healthy for them internally while things externally become more challenging and that you will recognize that this is part of growth and many of the challenges which are happening externally are a second reason for the specialness of the earth for planets themselves can go through what might be a form of a paradigm shift but it is not exactly a paradigm shift as it is a it it changes its form this planet has had many forms, the planet Earth. We do not want to give away what comes up in the next episode of our universe, but uh, there were two planets, if you believe that story, if those specks 
are correct. The concept we applaud, the mind-expanding nature of the story that is told through connecting the, the spec dots. Yes, please keep going. This is what we did too. And do so with open heart and compassion for yourself and for what you find as you continue to explore. And there will come a time when a reaction to a television show such as our universe will not seem so strange. There will be a time when it seems outdated. What will be on the other side of that? What will the new paradigm look like? It will be upon you sooner than you are ready to accept it. And we would encourage you to prepare yourself flexible in many ways if you would like you do not have to all things must be experienced all experiences are valuable all experiences deserve to be loved and that is difficult even for yourselves you can see why there would be Difficulties on a cosmic level to accept certain aspects that are so horrifying. And this is the value of learning how to coexist in peace and mutual benefit for all. full of gratitude for all things and any tiny speck that is brilliantly illuminated by that spark of love can be experienced as if it were the fullness of it And therefore, man in the chair, we say this directly to you. You say this directly to you. Your own desire for yourself is to be the type of person who does not look down his nose upon another for any undeserved reason. Must you even think that there are some that are deserved and some that are not? this is still a sticking point for you and the reason that you say still is because there is this drive in you to change it and to feel that there must be uh, something changed when all that we are saying is to accept it that is the only thing that you need to change if it is even a change that you it is simply an acceptance of oh yes that is it rather than a denial of it and 
the man in the chair recognizes that there are many times when he will feel defensive and have a need to over-explain himself. Can you imagine the dialogues that happen within the mind of the man in the chair and the absolute bliss that comes from silence. Here, we will share that with you now. Hello again, this is Dow, the man in the chair who is bringing to you this Arcturian performance. And I would like you to join a growing group of like-minded individuals who are interested in the playful exploration of whatever it takes to create peace, harmony, acceptance, and all of these wonderful things in this world, beginning with our own hearts and minds, whether you believe in Arcturians or channeling or not. So if this sounds like fun to you, come and join me at The Tao of Healing, a free group hosted by Mighty Networks. Go to the website, Arcturian Playground, just Arcturian Playground, no the. Go to the website Arcturian Playground for more information. I hope to see you there. And so does Omra. He really loves listener interactions, you know. And if you'd like to read a book authored by both me and Omra back when Omra was called Quad, go check out Bathing with God, available on Amazon.com. Or go listen to the free podcast also called Bathing with God. Peace be with you, and remember, all is well. Thank you for playing with us today in the Arcturian Playground. Do not for a minute think that your exploration is finished. Carry us with you and invite the spirit of compassion and love into your lives. Nothing is more important or more fulfilling. Create compassion and love within your own hearts and minds. Then share it with all around you. Yes, it sounds weird. We know. We would not have it any other way.
Transform them into something 